Hello and welcome to the Run of My Podcast episode. Wow. Episode? No way. 10.0. Kind of fitting that it's just like this. Well, not really. <laughs> I actually... Okay, okay. Let's get into it first. Yeah. Episode 10.0. Anyone who's listened to all, really, uh, 19 episodes of, right, yeah. of the podcast total, or all 10 of the regular episodes. Thank you so much. We love you. You're a true yeah, junkhead. You're a, you're a junkhead. And normally, if you've listened to this, I started the <laughs> podcast the same way. Uh-huh. Say to my left, we got my compadre, Carson Cooper. To my right, we got Kale Beer, straight across from me. Uh-huh. Uh, as always, looking handsome as ever. Handsome as ever. We got producer Gary. Now, that's just... That's simply not the that's case. That's not the case today. No. And it's a shame because, again, 10th episode should be a special one. It should be. Honestly, best case scenario, I would like to maybe have a scented candle going. Maybe like a <laughs> vanilla scented candle. Make it intimate. I make mean, it special. This is special. It's just not in the, the way that I imagined it tonight. Okay, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> and you know what? Okay, first things first. Let's get started. Yep. Run my podcast presented by Juncture Magazine. Follow us on Instagram at Juncture Magazine. Check out our brand new issue of the magazine up on JunctureMagazine.com, our November 30th issue Get ready for it, read it, enjoy it, and be sure to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. All those things. Follow us on Spotify. Uh uh, Subscribe on YouTube. All forms. If you could support us, it just means so much. And that's how you pay for free content like this. That's right. That's right. It's just outward support. You pay for plumbing. You pay for electricity. Exactly. So how do you pay for a pod? That's right. It's free, baby. Yeah. You just do you, a couple taps. Now, let me talk about our situation. Normally, we record at Producer Gary's abode today. Uh-huh. I'm going to take 50% of the blame of why this happened. And I oh, know. Sorry, did you say 50? 50. 5-0. Five, 5-0. Zero. Five, zero. Yes. And I know most people would want to give me 100% of the blame. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, well, it's not no. enough for discussion. No, no, no. But How many people are on this podcast? Four. Four people. Okay. Let me explain what happened. Okay. So, I put in a group chat. What I believe to be the podcast group chat saying, does seven o'clock work for everyone? Now, I've never done that before. I always put in the podcast group chat. Uh Now, producer (laughs) Gary was not in that chat. So I arrived at producer Gary's house. As did I. As did you. And we knew that Caleb Caleb isn't able to be here. He's actually, uh, for people who don't understand or don't know Caleb, he's uh, a big coin collector. Yes. And he heard that there may be a number of Tibetan shekels mm-hmm. in East Rutherford, New Jersey. So he's made a road trip down there. He took a cab, actually. <laughs> he took a cab. He's going to be down there for a couple of weeks looking yeah. at the, I don't know, apparently looking at the bottom of, of rivers, uh, hitting up various uh, or, shops. Wherever one would find alleyways. Points, I, guess, I have right? no idea. I'm not into that world. But he wasn't going to be here. And Gary goes, guys, I'm simply not home. And I realized I put in the wrong chat. But Producer Gary never never asked. Hey, yeah, are we okay. doing a podcast this week? Right. The answer is obviously yes. It's always been yes. It's always been yes. And and you and Caleb, neither one of you said well, said. Um, does Gary know? Agreed. But the reason we didn't say anything is because I think we were under the impression, and that's why that I'm giving myself fifty percent. We were under the impression that you okay. clearly talked to okay. Gary okay. beforehand, and I then know. just kind of threw it at us. Dude. I was so pissed when i got to his house dude. yeah i was a little upset I, I i i'm not gonna lie dude i i got in this driveway you cried it i i yelled i yelled for like a solid probably 20 seconds i just yelled i was so pissed um i know but i'm good now i'm chill now i was listening yeah. to some chill music over yeah. i ran a lot of orange lights on the way over to the place, <laughs> really oh a lot of a lot of but look where we are now we're in a comfortable zone and we're good to we go. spent many hours here before absolutely this we're is a, this is an environment that i know i and i'm ready to roll so we i'm gonna roll through our topics for the day and we got some fun ones and then you're gonna hear caleb's voice uh we're gonna do a long distance call we're gonna call an him international in call to east rutherford new jersey just because we got to get our picks in yeah so we have we're going to look at the Raptors-Sixers rematch. My favorite game of the week, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk about, is Denver back? Uh, is the Spurs 
22-year playoff streak over. Uh-oh. Insane NBA stats. We're going to talk about the ridiculous sort of explosion of statistics over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get into some rapid-fire fun, as That's always. always. Fun. And we're going to end with the run amok pick em challenge. Yes. And and we kind of even spiced it up a little bit. Yeah, we so, tweaked it a bit this, this week. Maybe that's what we did for our 10th episode. We spiced up a few things. We came in with with different energy. Like, I got yeah. a little bit of fire in my belly. Yeah, I have a different kind of energy than I've ever had. It's usually <laughs> coming, I come in pretty excited. Yeah. But this What's is like, this? Uh, like almost mournful? Almost, but it's, it's kind I don't of, know if that's the right. Okay. Not mournful, but it's, okay. it's something's fueling me right now. <laughs> you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it may be a little bit of animosity yeah. like, for the other guy holding the mic right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Only one to blame. That's fair. Um, so we're going to jump in to the Raptors Sixers game. Now, this was yep. the first time these two teams played since the Eastern Conference Finals when obviously Kawhi Leonard knocked down the game winning shot in game seven. Yeah, the shot everyone's seen probably a thousand times. Shot heard around the world. Rightfully so. Yep. And and so I expected this to be an enormous Joel Embiid game. Look, you <laughs> saw the that classic picture. Yeah. That is is probably I honestly think that picture of Joel Embiid crying, crying after the yeah. In the in the hallway. I think that's gonna be around for Ever. I think that's going to be a historic NBA I think my moment. children will say, hey, Dad, look at this picture I found of, of Joel, Joel Embiid. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I lived, I lived through <laughs> I, that. I saw it. <laughs> and so naturally, I thought, this is going to be a, a revenge game. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to go out and he's going to make Marc Gasol look like a, a tiny Toddler. shell of himself. Like yeah. an old, decrepit man. Yes. And... And that is not what happened, sir. Uh, that is not what happened one bit. No. <laughs> so for those of you who, who missed the game or maybe you uh, were on a, a trip where you didn't have any internet for a full week, well, Joel Embiid went <laughs> scoreless. He scored zero points. And, and just to put that perspective, if you woke up today breathing, you yes. had the same amount of points <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as Joel Embiid that a, game. A newborn child yeah. was born... <laughs> With two minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he ended up scoring the same amount as Joel Embiid. <laughs> a man, and I hate to say this, yes, but a man died in the third quarter. Yes, somewhere in the world, somewhere, and he ended up scoring the same, same amount, amount of points, points as yeah. Joel Embiid with less minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't, I don't know what it is about Marcus Saul because Marcus Saul's had he's been great defensively, mm-hmm. but I, I look, I said at the beginning of the season that I want him to be kind of the third scorer behind For sure. Pascal and Lowry. He's he's looked really old, but it's just something about like he's a smart defender. Obviously, he's yeah, a former defensive absolutely. player of the year, and he's just a huge body. As those oh, he's big, absolutely massive. He's, man, yeah, I was gonna say he yeah. looks just he's just thick. He's, he's a, a big body. He's a man's man. He's a man's absolutely. man. Absolutely. And so I think, but I think there's also sort of a mental edge at this mm-hmm. point over Joel. Um, and and look, Joel's a big body. He still grabbed 13 rebounds. Uh, the surprisingly enough, the the bench. Kept Philly head. And right. then I, I opened it. I, I w- where was I? I was somewhere prior to I only watched mm-hmm. the last like five minutes of With the entire game. Well, or, I ended up watching it the next day over okay. again, yeah, but yeah. live. Yeah. I only saw the last five minutes. And I thought, oh, damn. Okay, we dropped this game. Because mm-hmm. they like it looked as though Philly was controlling the game. Yeah. And then in the final. I think minute and a half. It was a 10-0 run. <laughs> and Philly just fell apart. They couldn't do anything. Ben Simmons was throwing passes to, to like no one. Five. Man, I don't know what's he's averaging <laughs> almost a four turn. And we're gonna get into Philly in, in just a little bit. But yeah. I I mean it was a horrible just when you threw on the game with five minutes left, did you know Embiid was having the night he was? Yeah, well that's all the announcement no, yeah, time is sure. like Jack this Armstrong guy, was just going nuts with it. Yeah, and so I want to get quickly into the raps. Do you think that they could be a top three team in the East. Uh, I'm gonna bring in my dad here real quick. Yeah, and my dad's been bugging me the last like few nights in particular, and like he has tonight too. All oh, those raps, those raps, <laughs> and like I, I'm kind of like just kind of playing it off. But yeah, when you actually look at it, I mean they they play so well together. Yeah, um, I the cohesiveness, the cohesiveness yeah. is is still there, which is which is surprising um, because I think everybody really put a lot on Kawhi last year, and obviously. Mm-hmm. You want to bring it, like, boil it down. He probably was the sole reason they won. Oh, I, yes, yes. Like, but I think I think we didn't give a lot of credit to the other members on the team. 
um, who probably rightfully deserved it. And we're starting to see that a bit this year. Exactly. And look at how many games mm-hmm. Kawhi missed during the regular season. Exactly. Like This is a team yeah. that's used to playing without Kawhi. Like, yep. They're used to this. And you have Ronnie Holl- Hollis Jefferson. That was an incredible signing. You took a gamble on him, yep. and, and he ended up panning out. Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. Less yeah. so. But, I, I mean, you're taking kind of like low risk. Sure. I, I've always said that's how I would build a team. It's like For take sure. these well, even, guys Yeah, guys like, like Stanley Johnson, like yeah. super athletic guy. Um, the Super low risk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, but Fred Van Fleet has stepped up. <laughs> Obviously, Pascal, even Bill Simmons said yeah. uh, on his podcast the other day that Pascal is undoubtedly a top yeah. 10 guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't see why they wouldn't be considered a top three team in the league. For sure. But a team that I think, and so, yeah, a 12 and four record right now tied with the Heat and Celtics and Lowry is returning soon. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing right now. And, and Pascal, that game, obviously, he went nine of 19, a, a solid shooting night. Yeah. Uh, a supposedly really good defense mm-hmm. and 25 points. But I want to go over to, to the other team on, yeah. on the other side of that game. A team that we've already talked about a little bit. And we, look, I said at the beginning of the season, and I think you may have echoed the sentiment, like, mm-hmm. this is the powerhouse of the East. The Bucks yeah. obviously went far. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals where Philly was the second round exit. For sure. But I think we we're all in agreement that Philly this year is like they were the East. I thought Al Horford was going to be well, and look, Al's had a solid year, mm-hmm. but it's just it's not fitting. Well, and it's weird because uh, Josh Richardson has had yeah. a solid year too. Yeah. Uh, I think they're missing T.J. McConnell more than I think more the Pacers than... picked up two guards yeah. that are absolutely um, gaping holes in their former teams. Yeah, like yeah. you have Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon on and, the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, now T.J. McConnell, who that's like, he was a never point. even a, an incredible bench play like he was never a notable player for them sure when you looked at the stats or even really watched them play but he just played within his role so well mm-hmm. uh in which josh josh richardson does not like if you put him at point yeah it's probably a turnover <laughs> or or an insane layup that's yeah. just being whipped at the backboard <laughs> and so hoping hard. for the best so <laughs> yeah but this team looks look they're they're 11 and 6 they're not the worst team in the world no they're but not but Joel is averaging just over a block game, 1.3 blocks per game. He was my MVP pick. Yeah. And a lot of other people's. Yep. But I and I and I have this written down. <laughs> this is an interesting take. Is Joel maybe not fat enough? We talked about at the beginning <laughs> of the season his we, uh, upgraded conditioning. And we were also saying at the beginning of the season, like we need to not see him eat nachos and hamburgers right before the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I th- I think we do. I just think uh, maybe it's not like f- fat. Like maybe I'm, I'm trying to be funny, but he I, he just lost so much of that mass. That mass, yeah. Like when you watched him, uh, two years ago and last year, he was just this gargantuan figure on the court. Like only a handful of players are like that in the league. Yeah, like Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, um, Rudy Gobert on the defensive yep. end. Yep. But it's just like these gigantic guys, and he yep. could just bully through people. Mm-hmm. And you saw that in particular against Marcus Saul. He's almost kind of shrinking under, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. I Joel is, is there a way that he can, Is there a way he can balance that that sheer mass with like obviously he needed his conditioning to be improved from last yeah. year. We saw that was a huge issue going mm-hmm. going late in the games. Like, is that possible to balance the two? I mean, that is the like, like that's the reason yeah. why there are so few incredible incredible exactly. centers yeah. of all time. Like, there's probably three all time that had that sheer size. Mm-hmm. And ability to uh, play fast and be well conditioned. Yeah. Like Will Chamberlain, uh, Shaquille O'Neal for a number of years, but yeah. then he battled that for the rest of his career. For sure. And and David Robinson, like those yeah. are three players that you look at them and like Most you are man of all time. Exactly. <laughs> but that there's a reason why Patrick Ewing just was never Concutted. conditioned yeah, properly, yeah. and he had horrible knee problems his entire career. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very tough to be that enormous. Yeah. And and balance it with any sort of conditioning. So I'm, I'm, look, I would imagine it just takes an incredible amount of like discipline yeah. through the off season and during I, the season. Yeah, and you just got to be lucky injury and lucky, in which he's already not. No, but I think the most disappointing is is Ben Simmons to me so far. He's averaging almost four turn, turnovers a game, and this is a guy who's now supposed to be like your point guard. Yeah, he's the lead guard. Like you don't have a Jimmy Butler anymore. <laughs> you like you don't have even. Uh, easy guys like J.J. Redick who can bring the ball up the floor and then cut off screens and, and give you a wide open pass. Mm-hmm. Like He's got to make t- 
tougher decisions now. Yeah. Guys like Josh Richardson who aren't necessarily making your job that easy. So hard off the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwing so hard. And so I, when I watch this team, I kind of think, I think they, this is, this might not be a team that's able to move forward with both of those guys. Like, wow. I don't, yeah. know if it works uh and i haven't thought of any trade possibilities yeah, like, it's so early but it's like for sure 17 18 16 games in this season uh who would be in your mind who would be the first like first to go i think it's tough i think i think philly generally uh just from stuff i've not heard from the team but heard yeah. from media people who've heard from the team uh-huh. that the team likes joel so much more and the I city would, does too. yeah that's very clear the city likes yeah. them more uh, again, we've talked about how vocal Philly Twitter is, and and they they yeah. are all all in on Joel, and they're they're wishwashy on Ben Simmons, and mm-hmm. it, it's tough because he's he's a colder personality. He is, yeah. And it, it, the gaping holes in his game, or the holes in his game, I should say, seem far more gaping. You know, yeah, like, that's like, a good he point. Can't shoot at yeah. all. Like that's such it's an so, obvious so, hole. Like, it's so much more limiting than yeah. Maybe the, the shortcomings in Joel's game. With Joel, it's it's a lot more difficult to kind of decipher what's wrong yeah. with his game. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Um, but it's just kind of an interesting thing to look at. Like this yeah, Philly that's a really team, good point. where are they going? It's look again. It's early. I hate to make sweeping conclusions. Yeah, but people assume that they'd be a lot better than they were. Mm-hmm. Team that is far more confusing to me in terms of disappointment uh-huh. like i can look in philly and be like i'm disappointed by you the denver nuggets mm-hmm. twig caleb's not here he's a big denver guy he's a huge denver guy yeah i have no idea if i'm disappointed by denver <laughs> because they're they're second in a very tough western conference mm-hmm. like i i i think they're being underrated at, at a certain point because everyone keeps saying like and i i keep saying denver's disappointing denver's disappointing yeah uh jamal murray is still a little bit inconsistent yeah Yet, <laughs> the Nuggets continue to rack up wins, especially against teams they should beat. Like, they beat the Wizards the other night. For sure. And they're really good at, like, ending those games that they... Yeah, games that should, should be wins, they'll go out there and, and exactly. pull it off. But Jokic just... It, I I hate when players play themselves in a the game shape. Mm-hmm. That is, like, the that Shaq is, that, that, Yeah, that really upsets me as well. You Hey, you have time in the offseason to get into... Like, don't... It shouldn't take twenty games into the season until you're you're feeling. This feeling is your good. life, dude. This is your career. This is <laughs> yeah. your profession. It's all you do. I know. Like, so it seems like he's starting to get warmed up into what he's supposed to be doing all the time. Uh, the the not the problem is, but almost the problem that would reinforce him to continue playing into shape. Yeah, different than what Shaq. Uh, did, he he can dominate with his skill, right? Shaq could just That's still dominate with his physical sheer ability, size yeah. and physical ability. Uh, Jokic, he does these little flip yeah. shots. Like well, he can, yeah, exactly. He can bail himself out of like whether it's yeah. cardio or strength or whatever the deal mm-hmm. is because he's he's skilled enough to do so. Yeah, but he still has been inconsistent. And I remember when I was looking at his stats from the year the other day. Yeah, I looked and I was like, oh, he's so, oh, he really started off the season inconsistent. And I realized like, oh my god, no, I'm actually looking at the most recent games. Oh, like he's still been like oh. consistently. You thought they were the first games of the season? Yeah, like two games ago, scored oh. nine points. Then three games ago, scores twenty four. Uh, he, he nine a couple, assists. Couple game winners, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago. He's knocked down. He's knocked down. I think two buzzer beating yeah, but, yeah. game winners. Yet the Nuggets are on a five game win streak right now. The bench, <laughs> but the thing is, we talked about Denver's bench and uh, how, how, like they have a lot of fun players to watch on there. Like yes. They have a, a Will Barton and Will, a lot of players. That, yeah, a Beasley players yeah. that. Uh, Played really well for them in lieu of injured players yeah. last season. Not many frauds on that team like we see with others. So we thought. Well, I didn't know. I don't want to call <laughs> him a fraud. But look, the bench is 26th in the league right now. For those who aren't so well-versed, there are 30 teams in the league. <laughs> that is not very good at all. That's what we call bottom five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's quite literally the definition of bottom five. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I looked up kind of the NBA uh, advanced stats. Yeah. And, Look, you can figure this out for yourself. It's a kind of a complicated formula on how clutch wins come about. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially like being within a certain amount of points within a certain amount of time left. Yeah. Denver has eight clutch wins this season. They lead the league. And of eight course they this, do. Yeah. They have eight clutch <laughs> oh my wins. Gosh. Like they're putting away teams like the Wizards. Yeah. But they're but always they, like kind of 
in the, in the game. game near the end, and it yeah. shouldn't be that no, way. No, it shouldn't be. No. But the one bright spot that I want to point out, and this actually, a lot of the Denver players uh, noted this after the game against the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, that Gary Harris is carrying the team defensively on the wing. He mm-hmm. held Brad Beal to a season low 14 points, and oh. this is a ridiculous stat. Held Harden to 27, which seems like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like whatever, but Harden has been scoring consistently. Well, he's averaging 40, 40 points, a game, points a game. So you so. held him to pretty much half his average. Yep. And, and Booker to 12, who's had a great Yeesh. season so far. Uh, he runs back on every transition yeah. play. He battles through every screen. Yep. And, and so he's someone who I thought, like, look, we expected Jamal Murray to be yeah. the guard who really took that jump. And he has. He's averaging like 20 points per game. But Gary Harris, like, I, I mean, he's taking some initiative. I like that. Absolutely. Like he's he's yeah. taking a, um, I don't want to, well, maybe a leadership role in the sense mm-hmm. that he's leading by example and showing what needs yeah. to be done to maintain their success. And we've talked about how you're a LeBron guy uh-huh. before. Yeah. And so, obviously, that therefore, you are rooting for the Lakers this season. Yep. You're watching them. You're rooting for them. Yep. And, and so, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Denver's probably going to meet uh, they have a good chance to meet up with LA at some point in the playoffs. Yes. Would you are you scared of this Denver team? Um I mean uh, hard not to be scared, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm probably scared with every team LeBron plays in the playoffs. I'm just yeah. always always worried about stuff like that. But um yeah, like I mean it's hard to say uh, at this point, but if Jokic continues to play himself into shape... Depends what Jokic you get. It depends what Jokic mm-hmm. you get. If he starts eating fries halfway through the season, yeah. I don't know how that's going <laughs> to play out. But, I mean, if he yeah. continues... Um, he discovers himself, corn dogs yeah, by corn All-Star dog. break. Yeah. If Jamal Murray gets hot and gets um, gets playing pretty consistent pretty yeah. well. I mean, Gary Harris is obviously on the right trajectory. Yeah, this is it's a, it's a but, team that would worry me a bit. Uh, what I will say is, like, in you talking about those threats, mm. like you said the word if. Maybe ten times. It's so yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, that's what it comes down to to me. It, I, I gotta say, if I was look, if some by some stretch of the imagination, the Raptors were in the finals against yeah. the Nuggets. I don't like even this iteration of the Raptors. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't trust Jokic, and I know the Jokic fans are yeah. so. First of all, they're so high and mighty. They they <laughs> act like they know more than everyone else. <laughs> There's so many question marks in terms of his consistency mm-hmm. and his ability to to take over seven games yeah. in terms of scoring. Like, sure, I absolutely believe that he could put up 40 points yeah. but in then a game. It's completely, Is he going like to do you it said, the next three nights? Completely dependent on what you're I have no idea. Get. Yeah, but I do want to get into a team, and we mentioned them in the topics before, that, and this, this saddens me, it's been the last... The last three seasons, including this one, mm-hmm. that they've that the San Antonio Spurs, the great the San great. Antonio Spurs, led by one of the greatest coaches of all time, Greg Popovich, mm-hmm. three seasons in a row now that they flirted with not making the playoffs and ending their twenty-two year playoff streak, obviously the longest in NBA history. And look, right now they're on the outside looking in yeah. the playoff picture. They have quite simply one of the worst defenses in the league. They 26 stink. in defensive rating. Yeah. They absolutely stink. Uh, by the way, 26, that is the definition of bottom five. I mean, once again, yeah. another bottom five ranking. That's right. For those keeping track at home. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, like we said, their defense is horrendous. And their offense, which is sixth in offensive rating, it's but it's not good enough to sustain to out- a horrible defense. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. if they're giving up 110 points per game, I'm not betting on DeMar DeRozan and the corpse of LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> scoring 112 <laughs> yeah. for 40 more games. Yeah, that's a good like, point. And, uh, and I saw a lot of DeMar slander. Slander. Yeah. I have too. And I saw it on Twitter. That ups- and this does that why, upset you? Um. Well, look, as someone who's cheered for DeMar for a long, long time. Yeah, like how do you I feel about it. him now? Like what's your, what's your connection with him? Look, I... I get I, I I have a lot of appreciation and mm-hmm. and love for him and affection. That being said, I get again he's like Ben Simmons. The holes in his game are are so obvious. Yeah. He cannot he can simply cannot handle the ball. Mm-hmm. He simply cannot take five dribbles without bouncing it off his foot out of bounds. <laughs> his, own, his own foot. That's a quite simple. That's a quite simple fact. <laughs> you can't debate that. He's never. <laughs> won, I'm actually looking at NBA.com right now. He's never driven dribbled five times in a row. Without it going off his own foot, and, <laughs> and straight out of bounds. Column? 
<laughs> he's the only one who's ever done that. It's just it's called the Demar. Bottom five in the league. <laughs> Bottom five of all time. Bottom one. <laughs> and he and he's a horrible defender. Oh, I yeah, get. there's no question. Yeah. He's one of the worst defenders. And he takes horrible shots. Mm-hmm. That being said, he can be a good scorer and he can be <laughs> really just roasted him for <laughs> that being said, like he's I <laughs> love him, but at the same time, his he's trash at every aspect <laughs> of the game. Yeah. Oh. No, he's actually a really good uh, player, really good guy, except but. for his scoring and his defense, and also his intangibles. Uh, but and he's than, a bad locker room guy. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, like, I mean, there's but, nothing but good things to say. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but, but seriously, he is, he is a consistent scorer, but I saw this one stat that uh, it was kind of like, oh, with Jamar on the court, the team, it, or with this certain lineup on the court, uh, the team is like, Worst in the league by far with Demar on it, okay. and if you trade in that one other player for Demar, right, they're first in. The league. <laughs> I saw something like that. But too. then I, you look through the, the replies, and people are kind of manipulating the lines. Yeah. It's like, oh well, these four, but yeah. it's like, that's yeah. what you can do with plus minus. It's like you can manipulate exactly. it. You can, so it's easy. like a puzzle a piece. That, yeah. And so I think the blame goes all around. Patty Mills, he's just he's quite simply old. He he's he's not able to hold up defensively. No. Bryn Forbes, who I actually really like, out of Michigan State, mm-hmm. he's raised everyone's expectations from what people expected. For sure. But he cannot defend either. Oh, boy. LaMarcus Aldridge. We talked about Marcus Saul looking old. LaMarcus Aldridge looks mummified. He lo- <laughs> I mean, he looks so old. He looks decrepit. <laughs> he, he moves so lethargically. He looks like he... They had him swim in a kiddie pool of molasses, yeah. <laughs> for, and he's just stuck, just sticky and kind sticky. of stuck, and he can't really move. Face is wrinkly too. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it looks like they like they kind of gave him an IV yeah. of of drowsy Benadryl. Do you think he just goes to the locker room after and lays down in a casket? <laughs> like standing up, yeah. he just goes and 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 stands. They wheel him off for the, the next team. Uh, I think they put him in a cryo chamber. I think legally, they freeze him. he might have been dead for two yeah. and a half seasons. They freeze him in between games. Yeah, absolutely. Thaw him out. And you talk about guys who take <laughs> uh, inefficient shots. Like him and Damar are both shooting these fadeaway mid-range. Yeah. So, uh, look, and then they're giving up so many points Poor on the other end. Poor Pop. I know. Like, this must be so tough. It's it's tough. It's tough to watch. Uh, and also, DeJounte Murray, who we had a ton of faith for in. For sure, we all did, yeah, yeah. He's obviously on a minutes restriction, but he's also not... I mean, he, I don't think he's 100%. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, we don't know. Yeah. But I, it, it doesn't seem like he's fully healthy yet. So, look, he may come back and be the exact same player he was. But that being said, his defensive win shares are down. Not last season, he obviously was out the whole season. But from two seasons ago, when he was all defensive, uh, defensive win shares are way down. And, again, that has to do with the lack of minutes. But he was a huge part of their defense. Absolutely. And so, here's the question. Okay. I've had people ask me the last two seasons yes. if the Spurs are going to make the playoffs. And unfortunately, <laughs> I I just I didn't have faith at the time. You, said, I said, you no. said no for two years in a row. Two last years two years, row. And they made it. And two years in a row, I've been wrong. Are you prepared so, to make it a... Th- so I'll ask you, yeah. Carson, do you believe the Spurs make the playoffs this year? Um, are you asking me so that you don't uh, get sucked into another... No, no, no. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a no. Really? Yeah, I'm going to start my own. Okay, uh... just for context. Yes. They're 6-13 and 13 right now, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that puts them in 13th in the West. That being said, the 8th seed in the West, surprisingly, is 8-9, the Suns. So the, the bottom half of the conference mm-hmm. is, I'd say, I'd say kind of disappointing thus far. Yeah. So they are in 13th. But who knows? On a six-game stretch, they could be in seven for sure. So you're I, saying no? I'm gonna say no. They just just miss it. Like they're falling to like a, a nine yeah. or a ten. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I say so too. I wish we could have Caleb here. I'd be interested yeah. to to hear his thoughts. But again, what do you think he'd say? I think you guys are falling into the narrative. See, it's never inter- never tr- like never can out pop man. It's just, it's just like it's funny to see how you two got you guys kind of look at it in such a funny like emotional subjective way. Whereas I can like kind of take all sides of the yeah. equation. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. guys are such. I kind of do a good job of looking at like the most important objective parts. Your heads are so dense, like, but I also at like, the same time valuing the most important subjective parts. What Caleb? So I would. <laughs> what? What are you saying right now? Um, 
<laughs> thanks, Caleb. That was actually yeah. Colin. Uh, yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> hang on. Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to touch on before we jump into rapid fire fun and before we do <laughs> do you like do you like before we get into rapid fire fun before we get into rapid fire fun and the run my pick'em challenge uh <laughs> it's fun dude it's rapid fire try what it it's fun to call it? what else am i supposed to call it? it's called alliteration look it up rapid fire fun so we're gonna talk about nba stats before we get into rapid fire fun so i was and I was watching the Jazz Bucks game this past uh, it four days, four days ago. So for you? context, we're recording this on uh, November twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, Thursday night, baby. Or Thursday night, baby, as is tradition. And Mitchell, I realized Donovan Mitchell, Don. who we said was, I I think we both predicted that he was going to have a good season. Yes, he is I having did. a sneaky great season. He's averaging around twenty five points per game, uh, five rebounds, four assists. Hmm. And that's, yeah, that's really solid. And so it got me thinking like 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. those are, that's an MVP conversation. Yeah. Like 25, yeah, you're right. five and four. Mm-hmm. Those are really good stats. But you don't hear his name brought up at all Not in even, that conversation. I mean, dude, he wouldn't even, he'd be maybe 26. Yeah, he's, he'd be, he'd be he's like bottom, bottom five. five. <laughs> and is he, is he sitting at the kids' table? He might be sitting at the... Oh, yeah, I don't even think he's at a table right now. Oh, no. I think he's waiting for... I think he's calling for a reservation still. Oh, no. I think he's still parking the car. And Jeez. so I, I wanted to go through this kind of... I don't even know if I have a question <laughs> for you, but I just wanted to kind of bring it to people's attention. I thought it kind of blew my mind. This season, we have, as of Wednesday, 14 players averaging 25-plus points per game. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, okay, we had... And I was going to have you guess, but then yeah. I just put it in. I didn't yeah. think you'd guess. We had six. Like, that's less than really? 50%. That's wild. I know. That's crazy. And just insane to look at the landscape. Like, where did I write it down? Nowhere. But <laughs> in 2000, yeah, I can remember it. Okay. In 2008, oh, yes. Dwayne Wade uh, won the scoring title yeah. with 28. Or no, 30.1 points per game. He averaged. Are you seeing that somewhere? Yeah. You yeah. have it written down. This oh, year, yeah. He'd be in fourth. Wade won the, yeah, Wade won the scoring title that year with 30.2 points per game. This year, he'd be in fourth. <laughs> That's actually nuts. Dude, he would be outscored by almost 10 points. <laughs> and and that can be attributed to a few different things. Obviously, the pace of the game mm-hmm. is a lot faster. So when people compare these Lucas stats to LeBron's, kind of bugs me a little bit because the pace that LeBron played at yeah. uh, and the whole league played at was so much slower they're, at that time. Yeah. Different eras, it's different like, paces. It's a classic, it, like it's a case of inflation, really. Yeah. Um, that's a good way to put it. That being said, mm-hmm. I think it's just cool to look at, like we have more talent in the league yeah. than ever before. And uh, we, we talked about that in Juncture, the first issue, like the parody in the league yeah. is higher than ever. And yeah, it's, and well, it's so, tough to like really appreciate that until you kind of break it down this way exactly. and compare eras. And I found it with this season too, especially when we're doing the podcast and I'm kind of trying to get a grasp. I think I mentioned this last week, mm-hmm. kind of trying to get a grasp for every team in the league. Yeah. And every week the, the standings are jumping and every team, like we just talked about, the Spurs yeah. are in 13th. Yeah. They could be in eighth by yeah. like two weeks and from now. The Suns could, could be back up. at the bottom where <laughs> well, they belong. They probably will be. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's just been a, a beautiful season. Yeah, just to sum up our 10th. That's a kind of a nice way to end our final topic for our 10th so. episode. Yeah. It's just been a beautiful season. It so has far. been beautiful. And we're excited to we're excited to keep going for the rest of it. I know I am. <laughs> as, as I'm excited to see those coins Caleb comes back with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hear they might be wooden. I don't oh, know. Vo- yeah. Wooden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we want to jump into before we go. Some Rapid Fire Front. Rapid Fire Front. Rapid Fire Front. So I I have guys written down here because normally we have more than just us two. So I'll have to remember to say guy. No, no. We'll call him up for uh, just the picks. Okay, okay. No, okay, he no, would I, not be no, he wouldn't. Maybe we won't cut that out. Carson just <laughs> said, like, motion for me to call Caleb. But Carson. <laughs> I mean, the guy, and he will, he'll, he'll admit to uh, this. He'll, he will listen to this, and he will admit to this. He would love nothing less than for us to call him and ask on the him spot. on the spot on the air <laughs> a rapid fire fun question because in the mo- when we give him time to prep oh he's stressing on you guys me, dude? <laughs> yeah. can you right now 
You put me on the spot like that, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, <laughs> on Wednesday night, Anthony Davis returned to New Orleans for the first time since he was traded, and the reception wasn't pretty. Guy, <laughs> what's the time you received a less than warm reception? Uh, well, um, quite religiously, um, the three of us, uh, myself, David, and Caleb, we mm-hmm. go play basketball every every Friday. That's yeah. our thing that we've we've done for years, years now. Yeah. And uh, occasionally uh, on a Friday night, we'll go out and enjoy ourselves on a night on the town. Something like that. Pull our, our best garments. Yes. Our, yeah. our Sunday bests. Yeah. Yes. A nice overcoat, perhaps. Yes. A fedora. A, and we'll go to a snakeskin uh, boots and a watering hole. A watering hole. A local watering hole. Yeah. Yeah. And um, sometimes, naturally, we'll run into people that we've just played basketball with earlier in the day. It's a small world. Now, David, you know me. You, we actually, me and Gary, I don't know if you heard the last uh, bonus episode. Uh-huh. We talked about you, your competitiveness. Oh, did you? You were okay. talking about friends miss. Yeah. And I said there will be uh-huh. stories coming out of it. And one of them could be like, you will either win a dinner party game mm-hmm. or you will snap the necks of everybody <laughs> around the table. And that's that's quite simply a fact. I'm probably the most competitive person I know. You're just very competitive. I'm very competitive. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to, to basketball, which is something that's very it, uh, dear to my heart. Particularly. Particularly yeah. basketball. And what... What really fuels my competitiveness in basketball or my anger when it comes to basketball is incompetence. Okay. And if we're playing and we're in the in, in a tight game or something like that, and you're not playing defense on your guy or you're helping – if you don't know how to play the sport yeah, yeah, okay. and you're on my team – Can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Get out of my, ki- my gonna, kitchen. Wow, wow. And you, you say some things. Do you ever like go to bed that night and say oh, – not once. Didn't say that. Nope. Really? No. Okay. Because okay, we'll go. Because I'm tell, always I'm always in the right. Tell the people what this la- lack of war because it's come to bite you. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So there's been a time uh, where I have uh, lost my cool, perhaps, on an individual on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I use the words trash, but he was sure playing like it. Like I, you probably did. You black out when you get competitive. Yeah. And you probably did say. Or I'll throw in. You probably said something about his like younger sister that you i don't know do you just you go you dig deep i do dig deep because yeah. i want to sting i'll be honest with you i want yeah. to, to hit them and i and um but the problem is you see some of these people later i see some of these people later and i remember one specific fella uh, yeah and uh, we saw him at at a uh, a watering hole and i'll go up to him and i'll like we'll, we'll pass him by <laughs> well, because again you've blocked out you don't remember and i don't what remember said. what i said yeah and I, we're in a different environment it's all cool now see that's the thing like i don't hold a grudge well, it's cool these to people. you you don't hold a grudge uh, for them messing up in basketball i in the time at the court, like it bothers me, but if I see him out, in the, like I'm I mean, not mad at them. Obviously, yeah, you act like you're doing them a great favor. Yeah, you're acting like, oh, dude, I don't hold a grudge against you, and he's looking at you like, dude, you said you'd kill my mom. <laughs> Why you forgive me? Thanks, jackass. What does he care? Like, you forgive me for turning the ball over? I, I'm I'm dying that you just said, yeah, dude, I forgive them. It doesn't last more than 12 hours. Exactly, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. hold it over their head that they but suck. Was he but not happy to see you? Not happy to see me. I tried yeah. to go, you know, dap him up a bit. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> was uh, pretty much told me to, to get out of <laughs> yeah. his face. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'll see him fine. next week on the basketball court and yeah. I'll get back in his face. So Yeah. All right, yeah, that enough. wasn't a warm reception. How about yourself? Um, okay. So I told a story on the, no, on the NBA pod, I believe the one that you guys weren't able to make it to. Oh. So. I, I talked about uh, how I was in a group project once. Yes. And how I pretty much, I ended up doing all the work. Mm-hmm. And then I snaked my group because we had to say the percentage that we wrote. <laughs> I'm not afraid to do that. I'm in it for the grade, baby. If you're not going to contribute. Yeah. I, dude, I wrote 99.9. Yeah. For my percentage oh, that's, done. I like that. Shared that's a with bit of a slight. Like, like, Even more. I could have written 99. 99. Yeah. <laughs> 0.9. 0.9. You guys can share the point percent <laughs> Divided amongst yourselves however you see fit. Peasants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, it's not the first time I've done that. That was actually the second time I did that. So in, uh, in first year, not quite the same, but I we got randomly assigned in this political science class mm-hmm. to work on a research project with someone. And this girl barely came. And maybe I was being a little judgmental, but she gave me an air of someone who's like, who says, she pro- her Instagram bio probably said <laughs> London, Arrow, Toronto. Uh, you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like she really did not care whatsoever. London, so, Arrow, Toronto, Arrow, Dublin or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, right. And so 
she kept telling me i kept trying to reach out like when do you want to meet but it was a project you had to meet like a lot for yeah yeah kept saying that she well she kept saying she was sick and then upping the ante with like what it could possibly be without getting it fully diagnosed like she's like oh i think it's the flu and finally got to the point where she's like i think i have mono it's like can you get a diagnosis (laughs) she just kept saying i think and so uh it was like a decent amount of time left i didn't totally screw her but this is again first university yeah and i wrote to my my ta i said i want out i want i want to do it on my own I'll keep the work I've already done. She hasn't done anything. I want us to do two separate projects. Because I could tell this was never going to get better. Yeah. And my tia was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's just more workload. Like That's fine if you think that's what, what's going to be best. And I got out. She never came back to class for the rest of that semester. Okay. I thought she died. Mm-hmm. You know? Now. Uh-oh. In the beginning of second year, Uh-oh. I, for a brief time, dated a girl who... Her. No, <laughs> she Did changed her face. That's she was getting full time <laughs> and grew a new, a new one. Layer. And and so no, not that. <laughs> um, I was dating a, a normal human, and uh, so I went over to her place for the first time. They're roommates. They were roommates, and <laughs> oh the gosh. amount of like this girl claimed that I r- ruined her first year. She said, uh, "You put so much like workload on me." that I dropped that course entirely. And I, I had to like redo it, blah, blah, blah. And like, she was so pissed. And she like banned me. She banned me. From the from, house. From the home. Yeah. 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 And what yeah, did your, absolutely. what did your lady friend at the time say? I, it wasn't significant. I, she pretty much just like, it was like, it pretty much, oh, I think her room was like, choose one of us. And she was like, I obviously choose you. Yeah. Like, as in not me. Yeah. And I was like, yep, fair enough. I get that. So, uh, but if I do see her again, I think we both, have unfinished business to take care of in terms yeah. of like a potential fight to the death and i think wow. both of us silently understand that yep yeah and that's okay that's just the way it's gonna be yeah, it's just simply the way it has to yeah, be that's yeah. fine uh the mono ate away her face <laughs> <laughs> okay you ever seen that strand uh, no, no very specific strand Jeez. uh this week a slew of canadian players pledged to join canada's olympic qualifying games mm-hmm. including jamal murray rj barrett Shea Gilds Alexander. And this is something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. You know that. Yes. Happy to see it. So despite turning down these national invitations in the past, Guy, <clears throat> when was the time you took a while to come around on something? Um, mine's kind of a flip here, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah. it like this. So marshmallows. Okay. And you're thinking right now, oh, it took him a while to to come around That's to what uh, everyone's thinking, yeah. To, to liking marshmallows. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've eaten marshmallows all my life. Yeah. And like I've, in context that maybe didn't even ask for it, um, would you chow down on some marshmallows like pre-pop? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. okay, okay, okay. And just like the, the typical when you're supposed to, when you're supposed sure. to, yeah, yeah. And it's taken me um, uh, one, two, uh, twenty years to realize I hate marshmallows. I think they are <laughs> repulsive. Oh man, what a twist! I okay. hate them. Why yeah. am I pretending I like them to make you? Do I want some more? No. <laughs> Not anymore. I don't. I'm not gonna make you happy by accepting a s'more. I don't want a s'more. I don't want Lucky Charms. I don't want a Rice Krispie Square. I don't want your your garbage. It's disgusting. Were there people in your life that wanted you to eat these? You're saying I'm not gonna make you happy. No one gives a shit if you eat a marshmallow. You don't know that. You never offered me a marshmallow. I guess. I guess. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Do you think? I I I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have a lot of context in my life. We're, I'm offered a lot of marshmallows. Maybe I'm not getting invited to like enough campfires or people aren't giving me enough cups of cocoa. Maybe. I don't know. But it, was this kind of like a big shift in your life? Not really. Um, to me, because this is the thing. Like, I, I, I eat like almost all kinds of food. Like, I'll, I'll eat yeah, anything. You're a connoisseur. I, mean, I am a connoisseur. And there's like, there's two <laughs> things that I can tell you right now. And it's the only two things I'm aware of. That I will not eat marshmallows okay. and red licorice. Whoa. I think red licorice tastes like Whoa. plastic, and I hate it. And you're cool with black licorice. Yeah, that's crazy because I'm fine with black yeah. licorice. But if I had to pick one, yeah, I'm not picking. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm if you wanted me black. to suffer, make me eat marshmallows and red licorice for the rest of my life. That would that would be a disgusting for anybody, but especially yeah. for me. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I got to go with like mayonnaise. That's my number one food. Yeah. I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't even have it near yeah. me, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's the revolting. smell is revolting yeah. for you. Um, okay. I would yeah. say mine's not only really a funny answer. I'd say running though. I kept, it was something I kept trying mm-hmm. and I was, dude, know what I still, I bet you don't even remember this dude, but years and years ago when I first started running, uh-huh. uh, you asked me, Hey David, I came want to do something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sorry, running. And Dude, you burst you burst it laughing. And, <laughs> actually- and you and you told everyone. You were like, dude, David said he was you'll get this. David said he was running the other <laughs> Did they day. They all laughed. Like, dude. No. Yeah. They were like, okay. And you just thought it was like the most it, like you thought like David was obviously lying. Were we in high school or I remember, were you, yeah, were yeah, yeah. And I remember Caleb was like, nah, dude, he was probably he was probably running. And you were like, Yeah, dude, there's no way. And I think I think deep down you fueled fueled like all of all of my running. Props to that. Yeah. Um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Negative you're welcome, dude. Um, yeah, but now it's just it's it's cathartic. It's actually um, really I daydream a lot now. Right? Well, you're, I'm yeah. All, oh yeah, absolutely. But it has fueled a rivalry, which we've talked about. Yes, in the past. We we're have. not going to get into. No, it that's again. okay. But um, hmm. yeah. So I got to go with running. Nice. And so now we're going to jump into the run amok pick'em challenge. Run amok pick'em challenge. Run amok pick'em challenge. So Carson and I. Two and two. Two and two. Whatever. What can you do? Two right, two. Right, uh, kill beer. Becoming our arch nemesis in the run of my run of my run of my premium challenge. Four and oh. four and oh. And and so Caleb, oh, what a dick. Uh, we were at his house on Friday last week, mm-hmm. and it was it was quite late in the evening. Mm-hmm. And you would you would uh, headed home. I departed next morning. Yep. Yeah. And so he. He said we should do more games per week. Yes, which is a great idea. Of course, he laced it with. So you, so you suckers have a chance of catching up. Like shut up, dude. Are you a 1960s bully? Shut your mouth. He uses the word sucker. Sucker. Yeah. Get out of here. So, but it is a smart. <laughs> unfortunately, it is. A and good we are going to do it. That being said, that was an idea that was. And that being said, fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. Um, so we're going to look at three games this week. Pelicans at Thunder on Friday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When no, ooh, interesting. But we're recording that. That's yeah, okay. yeah that's fine. They'll hear it on the Saturday. And they already know the result. And no, yeah, they'll be like, oh, they're this. Yeah, they're already like. Carson and David are both wrong again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, we're gonna be right. Uh, or yeah, maybe or we'll just one different. of us. Yeah, yeah. And then on the Sunday, Miami Heat at Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. and then on the Monday, Bulls. At Kings, so oh, we're, I'm trying to switch up the games a little bit and get I like ones that. that are like a couple bad yeah, teams yeah, yeah, yeah. and then some good teams in there too. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to alternate between the two of okay. us picking. Like you pick first ones, I'll pick first the second one. Yep, like that, and then we'll call Caleb. Yes, and get all three of his. Yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, if he picks up again, I don't even know what time it is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. N- our time, I think. Yeah. I think Okay, well, then hopefully he picks yeah. up. Oh, yeah. But sometimes, yeah, it's 9.06. So he might Try to get service in the mountains when he's or deep <laughs> yeah. in the mine shaft. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll let you start. Okay. Pelicans at Pelicans Thunder. at Thunder. I'm going to go with Thunder. All right. Okay. I'm going to go Thunder as well. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Heat at Nets. Mm-hmm. I'm going Heat. Oh, shoot. I'm also going. No. no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Maybe this is the one. I think this is the one we'll, we'll differ. You go first. You go first. Bulls at Kings. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bulls. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. I'm go- I was going to go Kings. Kings without De'Aaron Fox still. I'm feeling good. Okay. Uh, I want to go Thunder because I haven't. I feel like I haven't respected Chris Paul enough this yeah. season. Uh, him and Steven Adams. They're a fun pick and roll to watch. I I have a lot of faith. Um, in terms of me picking the Heat, mm-hmm. I don't know. When it comes down to it, I have a lot of faith in Eric Spolstra. Unfortunately, Jimmy Butler is the best player on either team right now. Yeah. So I, I have a lot of faith in in just picking the best player. Yeah. That's a safe. And bet. the Kings are hot. Bulls are are also hot. Zach Levine is is on fire. Yeah, he right is now. right now. Pick. That's what I'm riding on. So all right, we're gonna give Kelb a call. Yo, what up? What up, beer? You're on. You're on live right now. Hey. We're on a live stream. Wow. Hey, yeah. beer. What's up? Live on Omegle. Uh, so we have three games for you today. Have you taken a look at them yet? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all. That's all you really need, right? A nice, quick little glance, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so Pelicans. So me and Carson have already picked. So we're gonna have you do all three in a row. 
Pelicans at Thunder. I will take the Thunder. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, all three of us Let's going go. Thunder. I just realized that, of course, you, you know, you're a Chris Paul guy. You're a Chris Paul believer. Uh, so, yeah, that's a solid pick. Um, Heat at Nets. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, okay. wow. Okay, we're both. We're, okay. We're, okay. All three of us on the same page right now. Bulls okay. at Kings. Me you know, Cooper. I'll take Nets then. I'll take Nets. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. I like it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bulls at Kings. Me and Cooper split on this. Kings. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. I like this. I, I win Kings. Coop and Bulls. Okay. Thanks, Beer. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Good luck finding the coins. Hope the mining's going well. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to episode 10 of the run of my podcast i just want to remind you guys today the day that you're listening to this yes. volume two it's out, it's out it's baby out carson has an article yes i have an article yes you do uh kill does not have an article not this, this time, not this month but he, he might he does next month yes he does uh and and a bunch of other really talented people of articles we have uh exclusive interviews we have uh, really smart music articles we have a really uh fun review on the lighthouse we have if you're into anything when people i if people say oh i'm not into sports we got something for you we we got i'm not into sports music probably whatever you're not into we got something that you are you i know, promise you. i might write an article about food next year oh wow yep i would you know what would you respect that that's yeah it. i would love all that. right so be sure to check that out follow us on instagram if you're not already at juncture magazine uh please rate review subscribe give us five stars we've made to 15 ratings dude today wow i know that's, that's awesome sick. how many yeah, are you going up Hmm? How many were you? You can't. We can't. No. Oh. Zero. Oh, okay. Zero. Me. Okay. No, no I'm just I'm not going to rate. No, of course our not. Own. No. Why would you do that? Uh, and you can't rate more than once. Okay. No, we got we got the junkheads are coming out in droves, dude. Absolutely. Junkheads are out there. And so please keep doing so. You guys have been great so far. Um, be sure to share with friends if you if mm-hmm. you think they'd enjoy it. Or your family, parents. Follow it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone really? Right. Yeah. Uh, run up behind a stranger on the street and slap some headphones on their ear. We're not ageist. And run away. No, not at all. No. And so thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week. Maybe we'll have more of a crew. Maybe we won't have to break into producer Gary's house we'll, for mics. We'll post some pictures of the coins Caleb comes back with, along with <laughs> yeah, his dirty yeah. paws. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Remember, a wet bird doesn't fly at night. Thank you. Peace. Peace.